up, everyone? Thank you for tuning into Tethered, a podcast dedicated to helping followers of Jesus stay connected to Him day by day. My prayer for this episode is that it would encourage you, challenge you, and propel you to abide more deeply in Jesus. I hope you're encouraged by this episode. Let's jump right on in. What's up, everyone? Once again, this is your host, Joey Morales. I really appreciate you listening to episodes here on Tethered. If you've been impacted in any way by these episodes, please subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date on when episodes drop, and please share with your friends and family on social media however you share things. I would really appreciate it. This is Season 2 of the podcast, dedicated to helping you understand your purpose for your life calling, how to stay tethered to Jesus moment by moment, day by day in your life calling, and walking away encouraged to live your life on mission, to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. In this episode, I had the opportunity to chat with a few teenagers about their experience on an overseas mission trip to the Dominican Republic in July of 2023 as part of a conference called Getaway. Cruz High School Ministry hosted this national conference in late June of 2023. High school students and college students from all over the United States came to a college called Azusa Pacific University in the greater Los Angeles, California area. And so they got to hear from engaging speakers, be led in worship by incredible musicians. They got to see how God is working around the world and become part of His work and take his word to the world. And so these students who attended this conference also had the opportunity to travel with a team to different international destinations after the main conference, which including the following locations, Albania, Central Asia, Colombia, Ecuador, Ethiopia, Fiji and New Zealand, Hungary, Panama, Thailand, Zimbabwe, and the Dominican Republic. And so I had the opportunity to go as a staff member with the team that traveled to the Dominican Republic and accompanied the students who went. And so our team consisted of 40 students, staff, and volunteers from all over the United States, as far west as Washington State to as far east as Boston, Massachusetts. And so what we did is we had the opportunity to come alongside Two missionaries on the ground in Santo Domingo, which is the capital of the Dominican Republic, to help relaunch the crew ministry there. And so the new name of that ministry is called Student Venture. And so our purpose as a team was to come alongside these missionaries, but also come alongside two local churches in impoverished areas within the greater Santo Domingo area and help create an atmosphere to invite students to come hear the gospel. And so the students that came from the United States had the opportunity to share their testimonies, learn about Dominican culture, share the gospel in a different cultural context, and provide filters for people who needed access to clean drinking water. So many opportunities on this trip. And so for the American students who went, the teenagers, it was definitely a life-changing, eye-opening experience because some of them have never been out of the United States before especially to places like the Dominican Republic. 
And so I know for me personally, it was definitely a humbling experience because I've actually never been outside the United States and I've never seen impoverished environments before. But for the teenagers who went, they were deeply impacted by their time in the Dominican Republic. They got, they got to build relationships with Dominican students whose ages varied from 9 years old to 21. They were put into uncomfortable situations like not having access to an AC at times, witnessing a lot of power outages pretty frequently, not being able to drink water from a faucet. And so for them, this was definitely a culture shock. But they also were able to see how other parts of the world lived their life and so how people in those countries live their lives. And so for many of these students who went with us, this mission trip helped them see the need for sharing the gospel with all including the least of these. It helped them with understanding how to share the gospel, their testimonies, and increasing their love for the Lord. And so I am happy to share with you, dear listener, what some of the students had to say about their experience in the Dominican Republic and how it will help them stay tethered to Jesus as they went home to the United States. With permission from the Dominican Republic team leads and crew HR, I was able to chat with the teenagers. Now, for privacy reasons, I will not be sharing the names of the teenagers who I interviewed and they shall remain, remain anonymous. I did interview a volunteer who is a college-aged person named Isaac who also had much to say about this trip as it impacted him who helped lead these teenagers. After the teenagers share about their experience on this mission trip, I would love to share with you, dear listener, about my own personal experience on this mission trip and how it helped me stay tethered to Jesus and will continue to do so. And so without further ado, here's the conversation I had with these teenagers and Isaac. Hi friends, I got a student here who came on this trip to the Dominican Republic and so I just want to ask her some questions here. So I wanted to ask you, what were your expectations as you came into this mission trip? So one thing that I thought was really important was that to not have any expectations whatsoever because last time I had expectations and I was really prideful and I wanted to control my mission trip. But this time I was like, okay, I got to set down that pride and just be unexpected, unexpected, the unexpected. So That's good. That's good. I'm glad that that's, you know, something you came into not having those high expectations, but just, you know, allowing the Lord to lead you in the way that he wanted to. So here's my next question for you. How do you believe this mission trip has changed your life? It's definitely gave me a different mindset that God will provide in the most unexpected ways and that he's faithful and he'll give you peace and comfort where you wouldn't find it. But yeah, um, I found new ways to spend time with God and he's taught me so much over this trip and I'm really excited to go back and tell my friends. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's really important that, you know, you know, you just don't keep this as like this spiritual experience that you only experience during this trip. And so, which actually, it's a good segue into my next question and final question I'm going to ask you. So how has taken this mission trip help you stay connected or stay tethered to Jesus and will help you continue to do so 
after this trip, meaning like how is this going to help you like completely trust Christ, like abiding? So how would this experience help you with that? That's really funny that you say abide because uh, I'm currently in John and it's all about abiding in God and how you should abide. So how I would abide is that um, just always, not just reading my Bible, but staying connected with different people and telling people about evangelism, going out and evangelize, but not just when I want to evangelize, but always just living on mission and with that mindset, knowing that I could go pray for a certain someone that's right there. And it doesn't have to be um, a language barrier. shouldn't be a reason why we don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Well, thank you for taking your time to share all this with me. And uh, I'm really excited to see what the Lord will do with you and through you as well to the sip. And thank you again for sharing how staying tethered to Jesus helped you on this mission trip and going forward. So thank you so much. All right, so I got another student here that got a, I got a chance to go on this mission trip with here in Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic. So I wanted to ask you just three questions for you. So what were your expectations as you came into this mission trip? Um, I really just wanted to have an opportunity to lead these kids to Jesus and um, not only help them grow their faith, but also um, see growth in my own faith in a new place. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I can see that, too, because I I've know, like I remember when you, you know, shared with the group, like, how you came in, just not knowing what to expect. But at the same time, like, you just came in with open hands. It's been a theme yeah. on this mission trip is having open hands. Yeah. And so you definitely demonstrated that. So next question. How do you believe your life... I'm sorry. How do you believe this mission trip has changed your life? Um, I would say I just have completely new perspective uh, from a little suburb in Indianapolis-ish. So it's like I don't really get to see much of the world, but seeing the brokenness all around me all the time really has kind of shifted uh, my perspective and really kind of shown me the privileges and the blessings I've been given and how I need to serve others yeah. uh, just throughout my everyday life. Yeah, that's awesome. I know, like, being in a different country is kind of like, you know, when you first visit it, it's like, gives you a whole new eye-opening experience, and yet you came in and, you know, you definitely were willing to adapt in order to reach the people. And so, and then here's my last question for you. How has taking this mission trip helped you stay connected, or how I like to say it, stay tethered to Jesus and will help you continue to do so after this trip? Um, I think for me, just seeing how these kids are in such a rough situation and how they still can look to Jesus has kind of been so encouraging for me and my own faith, you know, because now in my struggles, it... I'm constantly reminded of what they're going through and how they say tether to Jesus. So it's just, it gives me the strength to do the same. Amen, amen. Well, thank you again for sharing all this. And hopefully this will be some encouragement to, to my listeners. So thank you. Of course. All right, I got another student here that went on this amazing mission trip to the Dominican Republic. And so I wanted to ask you three questions. So what were your expectations as you came into this mission trip? Well, I was ready to serve Jesus, but I wasn't really sure, like, what we were doing or 100% sure. But I knew that I wanted to share my testimony and inspire people through what Jesus has done in my life. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then how do you believe this mission trip has changed your life? 
Well, it's made me um, rethink what I'm going to do for my future. Coming into this mission trip, I knew I wanted to do um, full-time mission work. So I knew that this would um, be a break-it-or-win-it situation. So I think I want it because now I want to do missions full-time. Yeah, because you've gotten a chance to see what it's at least what it's like before you actually commit to it. So now yeah, you want to devote yourself to that. That's awesome. And then I wanted to ask you one final question. So this podcast is called Tethered. And so it's just about staying connected to Jesus. And so how has taking this mission trip to help you stay connected or stay tethered to Jesus and will help you continue to do so after the trip? Well, devotions is one way that I stay connected with God, but also the power of prayer. Um, I always pray and God provides through my prayers. Um, coming into this mission trip like, has really shown me um, God's power through testimonies, through other people I've worked with. And it's just been like an amazing experience. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing about how this mission trip has changed you what you you know what you came into the mission trip with but also just how it'll help you stay tethered to Jesus going forward so thank you so much all right I got another friend of mine here that went on this mission trip and so I just wanted to hear his experiences how it's changed his life and then also how it helped him stay tethered to Jesus so here's my first question for you sir what were your expectations as you came into this mission trip so coming into it, I was expecting to have a lot of fun. I was going with three friends of mine that I had already known. So I was expecting to have a fun time. I was expecting it to be hot. And I was expecting to do some important work. I'd always heard about mission trips being really important, exposing people, and really helping them build a connection to God in a new way. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. I know I got a chance to witness, witness you, like, you know, give the invitation at several of the... Uh, gatherings that we had and so you just called people to follow Jesus and so I love that you know you came in yes to have fun of course but at the same time like be able to grow in your faith and be able to know what it means to engage with a different culture so how do you believe this mission trip has changed your life um, it's really forced me for the first time in a while to um, evaluate my faith. Growing up in a Christian household, faith can kind of be something that just kind of exists in the background that you never really consider or look at too hard. It's just there, and it's present in a lot of activities you do. So forcing me to really write out my testimony and examine my life with Christ has made me come to a lot of realizations about it and has really helped me understand what I think Christ wants me to do with my life heading forward. Dude, that's great because, I mean... Mission trips are just not this thing that kind of like you go and then it's like this spiritual high. It's meant to propel you to continue to engage with your faith and grow in your faith. And so here's my last question I wanted to ask you. How has taking this mission trip helped you stay connected or stay tethered to Jesus and will help you continue to do so after this trip? I think it's helped me realize what God wants me to do with my life, which is to talk to people quite possibly about the Lord. I found that it was easy to do. I was dropping just so much wisdom, and my friends were like, this doesn't make sense, because you'll be like, talking about so much wise stuff one time, and then like, a couple of minutes later, you'll just be doing the most crazy thing. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't think that's for me. So, helping me realize that, and what God's gift for me was, is really going to inform how I like continue on in my spiritual life so seeking positions of leadership so i can spread the holy ones i guess wisdom with other people yeah because your cup is overflowing with your 
engaging with the Lord through abiding in Him. So that's awesome, man. That's that's great that you want to step up in leadership, but also you know do it understanding that it's because of your daily abiding. So that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, thank you for um, just chatting with me, and I'm glad that this mission trip has changed your life. Thanks. Alrighty, so I have another student here that wants to share about her experience on this mission trip to the Dominican Republic. So, I'm going to ask you three questions here. So, what were your expectations as you came into this mission trip? My expectations that I were going to meet new people and have lifelong connections with them, that I was going to get closer to God, and that I was going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like you made a lot of new friends from different places around the country, which is, you know, probably exceeded your expectations, but at the same time, like, you know, you gotten the chance to know what it means to abide in Christ more. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And then here's my next question for you. How do you believe this mission trip has changed your life? Um, it's definitely been life-changing to see, like, there's so many Christians that are teenagers out there, because at my school, I don't really have that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So thanks for sharing that. And then lastly for you, so how has taking this mission trip helped you stay connected to Jesus and will help you continue to do so after this trip? Like I said, I'm surrounded by Christians, and that's that helps me um, be closer to God. And also we got a prayer journal um, that will help, and we can use it when we're at home in the U.S., yeah, that's awesome. I know community is essential, and then, you know, journaling is just a good way to practice spiritual disciplines to help you grow in your faith. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that, and then thank you again for really being willing to be asked about how this summer mission trip has, you know, changed your life, but also helps you stay tethered to Jesus. No problem. Thanks. All righty, I have another student here who went to the Dominican Republic on this summer mission trip. And he wants to share about how he used his summer break to live on mission. And so, let me ask you these three questions for you. What were your expectations as you came into this mission trip? So I came with my good friend Jake. We've been going to the same high school for a while, but we just graduated. And we were a little worried about how much time this would take up uh, of our summer, because it's the last one before we lose all our high school friends. But now that I'm here, I don't really want to leave it's been a lot of fun, and I've learned a lot about my faith and myself, and I just love the crew that I'm working with. So I'm just, my expectations have been exceeded by a lot. Yeah, which is kind of exciting that, you, like you mentioned, like you used this summer to, you know, that you could have like done other things, but you chose to come to this place to be able to minister to a different cultural context, and now you're able to take that back and to continue to do that and so here's my next question for you how do you believe this mission trip has changed your life i think i've became a lot more uh, a lot more faithful in my life um i especially during the getaway that we did before this i learned that i don't really put enough faith into my life and sometimes i go through the motions and i just go to church because i'm required to at school or read the bible because it's homework but i think i've been slightly inspired to actually do those things by myself which is a big step for me yeah that's awesome that's great i know like sometimes that's when you take mission trips it really causes you to look within yourself and examine 
to be able to know like, hey, how can this help me further grow in my faith? Which actually is a wonderful segue to the next question that I have for you, which actually has to do with what you just said. How has taking this mission trip to help you stay connected or how I like to say it, stay tethered to Jesus and will help you continue to do so after the trip? Um, I think just like I said earlier, I'm just more inspired to take my own steps and Jake and I were talking about it. We even said that we would definitely consider doing another mission trip. Um, so yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, just the importance of, like you said, taking those next step baby steps into knowing what it means to have that abiding relationship with Jesus. Just awesome, man. That's great. Thanks for sharing all your thoughts, and thank you again for being willing to talk. Thank you, Joey. It's been an honor leading with you. Thank you. All righty, dear listener, I have yet another student here that came on this summer mission, and so I'm getting ready to ask her the three questions that you've probably been hearing a lot so far. So, what were your expectations as you came into this mission trip? Um, I was expecting to meet a lot of new people um, and to, like, feel uncomfortable knowing that, like, we're going to be doing some pretty challenging stuff, like, talking to these kids where, like, they don't speak our language and, like, just having to step out of my comfort zone and meet new people, which is something I don't do very often. So um, I came with expectations to do new things. That's great. And new things you did indeed. And I'm sure it, like cause you to grow spiritually but also just knowing that there's a world out there that needs hope needs the gospel needs knowing how to have a relationship with jesus the creator of the universe and all things i mean we came to a very beautiful country and yet there's a lot of people here that don't don't know the lord which actually is a good segue to my next question how do you believe this mission trip has changed your life yeah, so this was my first time traveling out of the country, um, so that was just really eye-opening to, like, come here and have everything be so different. Like, the roads here are absolutely crazy, um, and there's different form of money, which I've never seen before, um, and just to have everyone around me speak a different language um, and, like, have me be the one put out of place was, like, really, um, yeah, just, like, really mind-blowing to me so that was that definitely changed my life for sure and just getting to see all these kids and um like make all these connections with these students has been really impactful as well yeah that's great i know like being in a new place is kind of intimidating because you don't know the culture you don't know like what's going to happen i know like as we're recording this right now we're on the back of a what they call in dominican spanish wawa which is just bus and it's uh Riding in these buses with all the traffic has definitely been an experience, but at the same time, just getting to meet the people, like you were saying, just, uh, yeah, they, they're they hungry. Yeah. The children are hungry. They want they want hope, especially in some of the poverty that they grew up in, So, which actually leads me to my next question. How has taking this mission trip helped you personally stay connected or stay tethered to Jesus? It will help you continue to do so after this trip. Yeah, um, I think just being in, like, a space where I'm surrounded by Christians for, like, it's been maybe over a month, including in our L.A. conference, and, like, just having that become something really regular in my day, I don't have that back um, where I'm from. Like, I don't have very many Christian friends, so just coming here and being in a community with a lot of Christians 
has definitely like helped me stay connected to Jesus, um, and I think has really like changed me as well. Like has brought Christianity into my regular daily basis, and uh, I hope to take that home with me when we leave. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that, and then yeah, thank you again for being willing to talk on the podcast about how this mission trip and you taking your summer break to go on mission. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you. All right, friends, I'm here at a center in the Dominican Republic. We just got done doing Filters of Hope, reaching this neighborhood around us to give them clean drinking water. So that's why you hear all the noise in the background, people just uh, chatting. But I have another student here that has gone on this mission trip here. And so I just wanted to ask him a few questions about his experiences here in the Dominican Republic. And so what were your expectations as you came on to this mission trip? Yeah, so my expectations for this trip were to come out here and help out a community. I guess my expectations were different for the sleeping situations, but honestly, it's been a great time. It's put a lot of things into perspective, but yeah, my expectations were just to come out here and help the community. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And then here's my next question for you. How do you believe this mission trip has changed your life? I think this mission trip has changed my life. It, like, like I said earlier, it's really put like so many things into perspective. Like, especially really with the filters of hope and just seeing how everyone lives their lives. It's like I take so many things for granted back at my house in America, and it's just I never really fully grasped how well we have it. And so this really put things into perspective and it makes me appreciate a lot of things more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know, like, a lot of places, like, we minister here in the Dominican Republic don't have access to clean drinking water. I'm just glad that that experience has been able to help, you know, help you, like, know the need and been able to show you as well, like, the importance of sharing hope with people. And so for those who don't know what Filter of Hope is, it's an organization that's based out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and what their goal and purpose is, is to provide clean drinking water to places all over the world that don't have access to it. So like in Latin America, some places, like, if you drink from the faucet, it'll make you sick. But at the same time, they use that to, you know, share the gospel with the people who get these filters as a gift. And so, and that's what we've been doing here today as we're recording this. And so, I just wanted to ask you one more question. Um, How has taking this mission trip helped you stay connected or stay tethered to Jesus and will help you continue to do so after this trip? Yeah, so I think this mission trip has helped me stay connected with Jesus. And, like, so it's through, like, sharing my testimony and, like, teaching these kids and about God and stuff. It just really helped me, like, express myself and be able... It made me more comfortable with sharing the gospel with people. And so I'll definitely be taking that home because now I have, like, practice with that. And so it'll be a lot easier to share the gospel with people back in America. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's... I mean, I know, like, you sharing your story. I got the chance to translate for you. When we were ministering in the, uh, like, old, like, teenagers in the first center and the second center. And I know, like, man, your story probably impacted some of the students. You planted those seeds for those students to maybe one day understand the gospel more for themselves. And so, like I was telling you, dear listener, in the first season, um, and now I see with Nick, your story matters. Like, people need to hear how God has transformed your life. And, then, you know, my friend here got a chance to do that. And so... Thank you, my friend, for coming on, and uh, thank you for sharing about your experiences. Definitely. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, friends. I am in a mall 
all here in the Dominican Republic just uh, following up with students that came on this mission trip and so I'm excited to be asking these questions with yet another student here and so I want to ask her just three questions that I've been asking everybody else so what was your expectation as you came into this mission trip? expected that it'd be um, pretty similar to the stories I've heard from my parents who were missionaries um, about coming and telling other people about the Lord and his works in our lives um, and I was honestly surprised by what I found more um, than what I expected and I feel like it's been a really humbling experience for me and I've really gotten to change my expectations of what this trip is and see how God's worked in my life. It's cool that you're, you know, you're, you know, got to learn in your parents' footsteps about how they lived on mission and now you get a chance to do that, you know, as their daughter, a daughter. So that's awesome that you got to experience a little bit of that here in the DR. And so I'm glad that you learned a lot and like, looks like, looks like your expectations were met. And so that's awesome. So how do you believe this mission trip has changed your life? Um, well, I definitely think it's deepened my relationship with the Lord. Um, I think that when I came on this trip, um, I definitely believe that it was more of an expectation for me to have a relationship with the Lord. So I would just participate like to the bare minimum. And so I would start like just doing whatever my parents told us we had to do growing up in a Christian household but um, coming on this trip has really made me like like grow in my own relationship with the Lord and see his greater plan for me yeah that's awesome that's great I mean that's that's awesome I don't even know how to describe just like what you've experienced in just your short time on this trip and so I wanted to ask you one final question that actually has to do with what you just stated so as a result of this mission trip how has it helped you stay connected to or tethered to Jesus more and then how are you going to continue staying tethered to Jesus as you go back home um, well, I definitely think that it's made me run to him more in times of trouble and be more grateful for the things that I do have that he's provided for me and the relationships he's given me. Um, I definitely think I'm going to want to learn more about him and his word um, and maybe try to start something back home for people who are interested in getting to know him more like me. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again for sharing and uh, really excited to see what God does through you and in you. So thank you again. Yeah, of course. Thanks. All right. So I have a person here who actually came as a volunteer on this mission trip to the Dominican Republic. His name is Isaac. And so I just want to ask him the same questions I've been asking the students. And so, Isaac, let me just ask you these three questions here. What were your expectations as you came into this mission trip? Yeah, uh, my expectations for the mission trip was uh, to be able to serve uh, those who are in need and um, and to be able to come in a place of humility, um, understanding that I am in need of the gospel just as much as the people that I am reaching out to. Um, and so it's just beautiful. Um, come, I, I came with, with the Lord really placed it on my heart to come with a heart of humility, um, not coming as if I'm in any less need of the gospel, but understanding that I am in need of the gospel just as much as the people I'm reaching out to. Amen. Amen. I know like you came alongside students too to, you know, pour into them as they pour into the students that they reached here in the Dominican Republic. So it's cool that you got to come alongside them as well, but also it affected you personally. That's awesome. So next question. 
How do you believe this mission trip has changed your life? Yeah, uh, once again, it really, anytime I go on a mission trip, it's just always a wake-up call for me and understanding the need to be proclaiming the gospel, the need to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I mean, there's, we, we, we assume that all the world knows of who Jesus is. Um, but as Christians, we're called to go out and make disciples. And so I think uh, uh, it's really opened my eyes to the, to the need of sharing the gospel and being equipped to share the gospel with whoever you come into encounter with. Um, and I would also say um, another, another way that's changed me, just re- really bringing me into a place of humility, understanding that, man, there are people here um, that we were working with in the Dominican Republic who you know, don't have clean water. Um, who, um, who are unfortunately living in, in, in really harsh circumstances. And so um, just really, bring, the Lord has just really used this experience to bring me into a place of humility and having a heart um, filled with gratitude for what I've been given. Mm, mm, that's good. That's good. Thanks for sharing that. And then my last question to ask you is, how has taking this mission trip helped you stay connected, or as I like to say, it, stay tethered to Jesus, that means abiding, and will help you continue to do so after this trip. We'll be back after a brief break. Hey, what's up, everyone? We really appreciate you listening to episodes here on Tethered. If you've been impacted in any way by these episodes, please subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date on when episodes drop. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, Will you please consider rating this podcast in your favorite podcasting app? Please leave us a comment. Finally, please share this podcast with your friends and family on social media or however you share things. We would really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Tethered. Now back to the episode. Yeah, uh, this mission trip has just definitely been such a blessing to me in my walk with the Lord. Um, I've had uh, so many people, I mean, if I'm going to be honest with you, um, there's just a lot that I've been wrestling with internally um, in spiritual warfare, Um, but there's just been so many Christians who have come alongside, who have prayed for me, Um, you know, and I just think the enemy knows that I'm doing the Lord's work, and the enemy finds the the parts of my life where I'm most vulnerable and attacks me and and wants to isolate me, but thankfully the Lord has placed so many uh, men and women in my life who um, who've just been fervently praying for me and checking on me. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm just, uh, honestly going back home with the heart of just ready to proclaim the gospel to those that I come into account to those I encounter on a daily basis. Um, I have been doing that. Um, but it's even, it, the fire has only grown. Um, you know, that spark has only grown brighter, um, because of this experience. So I'm just so excited to see what the Lord is going to do when I get back home, because even that in itself is a mission field. And so I'm just thrilled to see what the Lord's going to do through this. Amen. Amen. I'm glad that as a result of abiding, it's caused you to really have that desire deeply to help engage people with the gospel. And you do that out of your cup that overflows. And so that's awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, Thank you again for answering those questions. Thank you. All right, friends. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to what the students had to say about their experiences as they lived on mission this summer of 2023 in the Dominican Republic. And so I just wanted to take some time to come on the podcast myself 
just to, you know, for the first time ever in the history of the podcast, just to share about how I personally stay tethered to Jesus, um, especially when it comes to living life on mission. I know that season two has consisted a lot about how, you know, an engineer, a hairstylist, teenagers all live on mission. But me being a campus missionary, I never get to talk about how I personally get to stay tethered to Jesus as, you know, as I, you know, go on experiences like going to the Dominican Republic or, you know, live my life reading the word, anything like that. And so I just wanted to take some time just to be just transparent with you guys and just share my heart of how this mission trip that I took as a staff member to the Dominican Republic helped me grow in knowledge of the importance of living life on mission, but coming from a place of me staying tethered to Jesus. And so I'm actually recording right now from a place called Lake Williamson Christian Center here in a city called Carlinville, Illinois, right outside of St. Louis. I'm at a youth camp, and so I've had some time and space to step away for a little bit as I'm serving teenagers this week from my local church and being able just to help just process what I've learned in the Dominican Republic as I, as I was there. And so I'm going to ask myself essentially the three questions that you heard me ask the students um, during our time in the Dominican Republic. And so I just want to first start off with, you know, just saying like, this is just me, you know, coming from a place of transparency. Like this trip had a profound impact on my life. And as I reflect on it, it's been, as I'm recording this, two weeks since I got back from Miami, Florida, spent, you know, a day just decompressing there. And all I have to say, it was like, it was such a memorable trip. And I am so glad that I got to take it with those students. Like I'm welling up in tears just even thinking about it because it meant that much to me. It just meant so much to me seeing these students just before my own eyes just just be transformed as they minister to people outside of their cultural context. And it just, it, it excites me to be even be sharing this with you, dear listener, just to share about my own experiences as I went on this trip myself. And so, like I mentioned in the introduction of this episode, this was part of a conference that I went to in Los Angeles called Getaway. And so Getaway is like a youth camp that was hosted for any high school, middle school student that is involved with Crew High School. And so we did that in Los Angeles. It was a wonderful time just to see students gather together to grow in what it means to follow Jesus. And one of my favorite parts about that conference was seeing students go up on stage, share their stories. And some of these stories that were shared, a lot of them came from extremely broken situations. And I know, for example, like there was this girl who shared about her sexual abuse that she encountered and how Jesus met her in that. Just things like that you kept seeing over and over and just the emphasis of why it's important to share your faith. Why is it important to have that time with the Lord to abide in Him? And so for me, it was definitely something that I've enjoyed seeing when I was there. And I was just there 
to serve the students. And I enjoyed every moment of it. I mean, there was times when I was there just like really asking myself, why am I even here? Um, because I came into the conference in this mission trip knowing absolutely no one, like nobody. I work primarily in the collegiate ministry of crew, not the high school ministry of crew. And so as I stepped into that, I'm like, I don't know a single soul. And I remember getting to Los Angeles International Airport. And I remember just walking in the terminal. It's like, wow, I'm here. Like, I felt that even when I stepped out of my roommate Alfredo's car, who, if you've heard on the episode in the first season, Just Abide, he dropped me off at Kansas City International Airport. And I was like, this is it. I've been waiting months for this. And I'm really looking forward to taking this trip. And so I stepped into the airport, loved traveling by plane, but I got to LAX, Los Angeles International. And I remember texting the lady who I was supposed to contact to, you know, be able to get transportation from the airport to Azusa Pacific University. And like, this is it. And then I started to meet students. And I remember speaking to one particular student who's from Pismo Beach. Just, he was excited to be there. He was excited to spend time just worshiping God at Getaway. And to me, it was definitely impactful just to see a student just get really excited to go do that. And so to answer the first question that I've been asking students, what were my expectations as I came into this mission trip? I actually, to be honest with you guys, I didn't really have a lot of expectations. I was more in the place like, you know what, Lord? I'm just going. Whatever you'll have me do, I trust you. But at the same time, like I wasn't too clear of like what my specific role was was going to be with the mission trip. But this, what I did know, is that the Lord clearly, divinely appointed me to go to the Dominican Republic. I had a friend of mine, Avery, who shared with me on Easter. You know, she said, "You know what." the Lord may have you go somewhere international because my, ex- my original summer mission trip with crew actually got canceled. Um, it was supposed to be in New Jersey during May, but that got canceled. But I was able to be reassigned to the, to the Dominican Republic with crew's high school ministry. And so I remember her saying that, like maybe he'll send you somewhere internationally. And I'm, I'm glad he did. I'm glad that I was able to go overseas for the very first time in my life. I've actually never been overseas. I mean, I technically have one time I went to Mexico, Tijuana, for like two hours, but I barely went into the borders. I don't really count that. But this was my true first overseas experience, and it was definitely a humbling experience for sure. Um, if 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 you would say I had expectations, maybe I could say this. I was just expecting to go in, serving with a full, like, ready to go, having the servant mindset. And I just went in blindly knowing that, you know what? Lord, I trust you. I know that you're going to use me in some form or fashion. And here's the thing that a lot of you guys probably don't know about me. My last name is Morales. I'm Hispanic. My mom immigrated from El Salvador. My my stepdad immigrated from Guatemala. My real father is from El Salvador. And so 
I grew up speaking Spanish, and I learned English at the same time. And so the Dominican Republic, their language is Spanish. And so one thing I did know that I was going to do, had a clear understanding of my role, was I was going to interpret for the students that were going. And so I went in with, honestly, a lot of doubt and a lot of anxiety with like, Lord, I've never used my Spanish in a ministry context. I don't understand theological concepts in Spanish. I don't even have verses memorized in Spanish. I don't know what to do. And I was a little bit scared, honestly, to go into a place and being able to speak Spanish towards Dominicans. And for me, I grew up in America my whole life. I essentially am more culturally American rather than Salvadoran. Even though, yes, I, I grew up with Salvadoran culture, but I've always exhibited American culture. And so for me, going into a place like the Dominican Republic was honestly a culture shock for me. And so, which actually leads me to my next question. Um, how do I believe this mission trip has changed my life? Um, there's a lot of ways that it did as I'm thinking about it, as I'm looking out towards cornfields down here in Illinois. Um, it really humbled me a lot, honestly. Like, I was telling you guys, I've never been out of the country. I've never actually seen how other countries live. And I remember stepping off the plane in Santo Domingo. It was hot and muggy. We really couldn't see anything um, that first day we got there because we got there at night. But I remember the next day we had a rest day because we had just got done doing the getaway conference. So we were just going, going, going. Um, and so we had a time just to enjoy the country. And I remember us traveling to a beach in a city called Guayacanes, east of the capital, Santo Domingo. And I remember just seeing the buildings, the capital itself, it's run down. Um, it's like, wow, there, this, everything's in Spanish. I mean, it makes sense because you're in a Spanish-speaking country. But for me, it was definitely a culture shock because I saw a lot of people just living in the street. I saw trash everywhere. I saw our bus drivers navigating the craziest traffic I've ever seen in my life. Like, I am no longer going to complain about traffic here in the United States because I have, like, these guys don't even follow any sort of rules. Um, they will go anywhere and everywhere. They will, like, you'll see motorcycles literally driving in the middle of traffic. It was nuts. Um, but what I would say is that at the same time, it was cool just to be in a different country, just to learn about how they do life. And I also remember seeing and learning about that we couldn't drink water from the faucet. And I know that they may, that may seem like a little mundane thing. And some of you guys probably listen to this, have been to other countries before. But keep in mind that for me, this is my first time out of the U.S. And... The fact that I was told by the locals that we weren't allowed to drink water from the faucet just blew my mind. We had to drink from water bottles. 
you probably seen those big collagen jugs. Um, it's like the five gallon blue jugs of water that you put, you would flip it upside down to put into the machine. You'll traditionally see those in like offices, sometimes in like dentist offices, doctor's offices. In the Dominican Republic, those were everywhere. Um, you would see them in every business. You would see them in classrooms. We stayed at a school called Infas, which is a very long word. I'm not even going to attempt to per attempt to say it because it's just very long. But in every room, they had those water jugs. And that's how we had to drink water. And then when we drove, on the, when we rode on the buses to get to places, we would see a lot of vendors in these places. Like, that's how they sold water. Like, that is the lifeblood of a lot of Dominican life is just drinking water from these jugs. And so that really humbled me. Um, another thing for me that really stood out too was just seeing all the, the poverty in the areas that we ministered in. And so we ministered in two local churches. We partnered with the missionaries that were already on the ground in the Dominican Republic. Their names are Leila and Prospero. Um, and so the churches we ministered in were in these two areas right outside the capital. One of them is called Bajos de Aina, and the other one is called Los Alcarrizos. And so I remember the first day we were going to our centers, we took a different route to get to Los Alcarrizos. And I remember sitting on the bus and there was these beautiful mountains that you would see as you rode. Um, these are the mountains that host the tallest mountains in the Caribbean, home to Pico Duarte, which is the tallest mountain in the Caribbean. But at the same time, in the foreground, you would see house upon house that was just laid in ruins. And you see trash. You would see people living there. It was just heartbreaking that I saw that with my very own eyes. Like you just saw poverty. You saw a lot of places that had broken down trucks, a lot of storage, like those containers, the 20 foot equivalent trailers that you would see on shipping containers. A lot of those just lying around everywhere. Um, a lot of cars that were run down just in people's properties, really tiny properties. Um, that was very humbling for me to see. Um, and then also just a lot of people living in really tiny homes, like really old buildings. Like they look like they've been really through some, a lot of stuff. Let's just, a lot of turmoil. Let's just put it that way. Um, and what blows my mind even more is that on the island of Hispaniola, that's the island that we were on, the Dominican Republic actually shares a border with another country you guys may know as Haiti. And Haiti is really bad off, way worse off than the Dominican Republic. And a lot of people from Haiti will go to the Dominican to try to escape their issues and their suffering. And uh, something that really blew me away, I'm trying to remember how to describe it because it's horrible. Some, some little children are desperate to get out that they're willing to sell themselves to Dominican pimps. And for me, when I heard that, I was like, 
little Haitian children are being trafficked in the Dominican Republic? Really? These little boys and girls. What? It just showcases how broken our society is and how sinful our world is. We don't, I mean, we see this, we know of this happening in the States. But you clearly saw these boys in malls, these girls in malls selling lollipops to try to earn money for their pimps. I have to ask my friend Ruth exactly how that happens again, because she told us about it. But we had to be careful when we were engaging with them. And uh, yeah, I just see a lot of brokenness in the Dominican Republic. And um, I know for me, that was definitely life-changing as I witnessed all that. And I know for me as well, a lot of good that came out of that. They said it just taught me the sense of gratitude towards what I do have. I remember processing with some friends of mine on the trip. We were at a, at a resort, you know, on one of our days off. And I'll just be real with you guys. Um, when I started telling them, like... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back. Sorry, there's a lot of air horns going on out of here. It's pretty crazy at this youth camp. But anyways, I remember telling these ladies like, I'm honestly, I feel a little disgusted that I'm going back to a country. Almost a sense of anger of how well I have it in the United States. And there's these people here who are suffering, who don't even have access to clean drinking water, and. I know, like, there's part of me that wanted to be like, what do we do about this? And I think what we went to go do there in the Dominican Republic, and I know there are countries that are worse off. I, I know that. I know that the 1040 window is, uh, if you guys don't know what that is, it's uh, essentially a part of the world where there is hardly any gospel engagement. I know that exists. But every single country has their brokenness and being in the Dominican Republic like they have their own issues too um, and people there need the gospel but especially just seeing all the brokenness the poverty just really indicated that this world needs the Lord they need to come to know the Lord as he is Jesus being the one that they can find the true source and contentment and another thing that really humbled me and changed my life when I was there was seeing a lot of the Dominicans that we minister to in Los Alcarrizos, in Bajos de Aina, and just seeing them rejoice, even though they were living in poverty. We did this thing. Uh, I talked about it with one of the students. You heard about it. Filters of Hope. You heard me describe that. And I remember one of the people that we gave those filters to older gentleman, he lived in a really tiny home in Bajos de Aina. And I remember him just getting the filter and we were showing him how to install it. And we were sharing the gospel through that by making the water intentionally dirty and it coming out clean. And I remember him just rejoicing. He was rejoicing and he didn't have much doesn't have that much money and I remember just praising Jesus 
And I just looked at that and I'm like, Lord, why can't we even do this in the United States? What is wrong with us? And I just was telling that with the ladies at the resort, my friends, and I just had this sense of disgust and I had to reprocess that with the Lord and it just got me to this place. You know what? I'm grateful for where I live, but it helped me develop a heart of compassion. A lot more compassion than I've, I probably would say what I ever had in my life. And uh, I'm really grateful that for me, it really developed a deeper sense of compassion, just like Jesus had it when he saw the crowds and they were a sh like sheep without a shepherd. And so for me, it was very encouraging just to see these Dominican natives who loved the Lord just rejoice in the little that they have. It's one thing to know about it. It's another thing to see it with your own eyes. And my encouragement to you, dear listener, as you're hearing this, is take some time and really understand that you don't need to have a lot to be content. If you don't have a lot, that's okay. Be content in the Lord because He is enough. And I saw evidence of this in the Dominican Republic. The students that I got to lead on this trip got a chance to see this with their own eyes. And you hurt them. You hurted them. They were changed. And just me seeing them changed the students our students changed my life just seeing them before their own eyes just being able to engage with all the little girls and boys up to the teenagers that we reached the Dominican little boys and the Dominican teenagers just seeing them play with them play baseball catch run around dance it was awesome I had, honestly, the best time I've ever had. And it was so much fun just being able to dance with those students. And just being able to share those memories that I'm honestly going to miss a lot. But I'm just really thankful for what the Lord did in the lives of those students. Both our students that we took and the Dominican students. Um, just being able to engage with a student named Clay. He is a volunteer at the center in Los Alcarrizos, and he helped stepped in for me whenever I couldn't translate a specific word in Spanish, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, but just being able to make memories with him, just having fun, sharing the gospel together with the students that were there that didn't really know what it means to have a saving, abiding relationship with Jesus. I'd say that for me truly changed my life. And so, my next question, how has taking this mission trip helped me stay connected to Jesus and will help me continue to do so after this trip? We talked about with Bree and Alex in the episode, it is our pleasure 
restaurant workers on mission. We talked about intentionality and how that helps you stay tethered to Jesus when you're intentional with your time with God. Or even when I interviewed Joe in the episode in the first season, we're in the sharing business about how sometimes we screw up and that helps us stay tethered to Jesus. I think of those two things. I can, I can give specific examples. Um, I was sharing a student's story, a translating. Her story was so wonderful. And it was so great to hear that and be able to translate that. But it was, it was longer than I thought it was going to be. And I remember just got in that moment just feeling so weak and inadequate. And I felt like, like screwed up as I was translating that because there were specific ways that I just could not translate certain phrases. And I felt so weak in that moment that as I got done translating, I had to step out and let my leaders know on that trip, I feel like I messed up. But I was reminded by the staff, I did my part of sharing the, her testimony, translating her testimony to the best of my ability. And that's all that mattered. And in that moment, I just remember just asking the Lord, Lord, did I do this for your glory? And I did it for his namesake. And that's all that mattered. In that moment, I was tethered to the Lord by just reminding myself, you know what, Lord? I may have screwed up my translation, but you know what? I know that, I, that you were with me in that moment. And then also with intentionality, just being able to share stories about the Good Samaritan, the prodigal son, the thief on the cross, and Nicodemus' encounter with Jesus. We taught on those verses throughout our time there. And I know for me, never being able to teach in Spanish in a ministry context, I needed to be more intentional with my time with the Lord by just praying, praying to him, asking him, Lord, give me the strength to translate this because I can't do it on my own effort. My theology is not the best. I don't know how to teach from scripture in a different language, but I know you will give me the strength to do it. And I remember going in with those teenagers that I talked to, the Dominican teenagers. And a lot of them were really appreciative of what I had to say. And it's because I was intentional of just going to the Lord, knowing those passages for myself, taking some time to study those passages for myself in English and then being able to communicate that in Spanish was so humbling for me. And I gave full glory and credit to God who gave me that ability. It's because I was tethered to him in that moment. And that helped me get through that teaching. And so... My encouragement to you, dear listener, is dismiss the idea that God can't use you. Because the Lord can use you in any way that he wants to. And I had a friend of mine a while ago. She had asked me if I still struggle with inadequacy in ministry. Oh, yeah. In that moment, I definitely was. 
But as I said before to you, dear listener, if you listen to the episode, Jesus is adequate. Even though we are inadequate, Jesus is adequate. He is the one that is adequate on our behalf. And I don't have to be this top-notch person in order to do things for the Lord. And I'm so glad in that moment. Sorry about the lawnmower. Um, In that moment... I was able to trust God with all my might and be able to teach those students in Spanish. And I'm so glad that our students who taught were able to do it with all their might. And like one of my students was saying, I've never seen foreign money, never, never been to a foreign country and just understand, understood the ways. But I got used to it. I got used to not having an AC not used to showering with cold water, seeing giant roaches in my room, hearing chickens go off every morning. But you know what? It was worth it. That's what I would say. That doesn't matter. It was worth it. And I would do it again. Because this world needs to know who Jesus is as he reveals in the scripture. That yes, God created us. God is perfect. God is holy. God is righteous. And that we're not. We sin. We are by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. We are deserving of the wrath of God. We deserve to be punished for our sin. All we are is sin made a way for us to be reconciled to himself to be saved from himself by becoming a man in the form of Jesus Christ and he took on our sin he took on the wrath of God that we deserve and made a way for us to be made right by dying on a Roman cross a gruesome horrific death like I shared about in the great I am in the first season and He rose again three days later to show that Satan can't stop him. Sin was defeated and death was overall abolished. And that is what makes me want to go share the gospel because the gospel gets you God. And that is what we got to, that's the, that's what we had to do in the Dominican Republic is that we took our students from the United States And we got a chance to share with a different culture that is so different than us about who Jesus is. And the fact that we got to see him be transformed. This, our students be transformed by that experience. And all we did was plant gospel seeds in the lives of these Dominican students. But I can speak on behalf of all the students and staff that went And I can just share with all confidence that for us individually and corporately, it helped us understand our deeper need of Jesus for our own lives. Because what we did a lot, um, two of our staff members, Sue and Karen, created a prayer journal for us and really created it for our students to understand just like we can't do this on our own. We just can't. We don't have the ability to minister out of our own strength. We can only minister to the strength that the Lord give us in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we've learned 
this aspect of tethering ourselves to Jesus by praying, by reading his word, by walking out. As we looked on mango trees and coconut trees in the tropics of of Española, just treasuring the little things like that and being thankful and grateful for what we had. That, that helped us keep going, even though at times it was hard. Like I mentioned earlier with one of the students, we came in with this open hands mentality. And so for me, how will this mission trip continue to fuel me to stay tethered to Jesus? Just coming in with open hands wherever I go. Just reminding myself, you know what, Lord? This is yours. Like I'm at a camp right now with my church called One Week. And this environment that I'm in, the students are amazing. And there's a lot more students than I got a chance to go. There are a lot more, way more students that I encountered here than I did at Getaway or at the mission trip to the Dominican. And I just come in with an open statement and say, you know what, Lord? You do what you'll do. As I minister to my eighth grade boys here, I'm going to trust you, and that's just what I'm going to leave it at. Not coming in with any sort of high expectations. And I found that to be more freeing, and that's what helps me stay tethered to Jesus as a result of this mission trip, because we did a lot of that. We just came in not knowing what to expect, and it allowed us to be free to be adaptable. And so another way you can stay tethered to Jesus, dear listeners, is be willing to be adaptable. Be willing to be flexible because our God is a flexible God. Our God is a God who is adaptable. And what I mean by adaptable is like Jesus is not in a hurry. He doesn't have a schedule. He is interruptible. That's what it taught me. And so I'm really grateful to have shared my experiences with you, dear listener, to Dominican. That's not everything that had happened There's a lot of things we got to do there. Um, But what I would say for me is, as I had a summer break on mission, and these students had a summer break on mission, is that it just really helped us understand the need to share our faith. Because our faith has been ironed. And we've been transformed by the grace and mercy of our Lord and Savior. And so that is what fuels us to live on mission. And so I just pray, dear listener, as you listen to this episode, if you're a teenager that's listening to this, let me just make one thing abundantly clear with you. And I'm saying this because I love you. You don't have to go on an international mission trip to live your life on mission. So my encouragement to you, you heard from a lot of our a lot of our friends, Elizabeth, Jenna, Kelsey and Jonathan, Grace, all these people, Abby and Caleb. Just be who you are in Christ. Be that person that is so enamored with Jesus enjoy Jesus for who he is 
and that'll naturally fuel you to live your life on mission because you're showcasing that Jesus is worthy and people will notice that and that'll open up the avenue for you to go share the gospel with them if you do that then that'll make you have a desire to maybe go overseas who knows where you can go but you don't have to do that God is not asking you you have to go overseas to please me to live on mission no you can just do it right where you're at if you need to take baby steps to do that that is completely understandable and so that is that that wraps up the episode and so um thank you again for tuning in to tether to listen to how these teenagers live their life on mission um thank you for learning what isaac had to say as well i hope that you would take what they said and been able to apply that with your life um thank you again for tuning in and so yeah i just pray that you would just take this and hopefully it causes you to continue to stay tethered to jesus and so thank you guys and god bless on the next episode of tethered we will be chatting with someone who risks his life on the job, saves the lives of people, and uses his position as a first responder to live his life on mission, to save people from a literal fire and point them to the one who can save them from eternal fire. Stay tuned for that. Thank you again for listening to these student accounts and my personal account about how we used our summer break to live on mission. Remember, dear listener, be yourself in Christ die to yourself, but be who God created you to be as he is regenerating you to be like him. See you next time. enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends and family please also tap the subscribe button to receive notifications when new episodes are published you can also follow tethered on instagram by clicking on the link in the episode notes hope this episode has encouraged you built you up and blessed you to god be the glory see you next time god bless